On today's episode of Video Marketing Madness, we're going to take a 2020 look at setting up your YouTube channel. Hmm. Ooh. Get it? 2020 look? Huh? Huh? Oh, oh. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's witty. And today's episode is made possible by our good friends over at Lead Kahuna. Lead Kahuna allows you to find all of the business leads that you need so you can reach out and contact them and then take all their money in exchange for whatever it is that you do. So if you want more leads, you want more business leads, well, you got to check it out. And we even have a webinar replay that you can watch if you head on over to raythevideoguide.com slash leads. This is the program that I use to find, you know, all the dentists in Loganville and all of the doctors in Snellville and all of the... Uh, plumbers in between and that is literally a town right up the road between so between. uh you know it's a great program for that and you can start to get all those leads and it, you can even message those leads right from inside the program so you literally find all your leads bring them into the email program portion of it and send out those leads and boom you'll be able to start getting people contacting you back very very quickly so be sure to check it out lead kahuna over at raythevideoguide.com slash leads and with that, let's hit that funky music. Here okay. We Here we go. Ray the video guy. Yeah, Ray the video guy. His skill is where it's at. Even if he's a little fat, he's filled with video expertise. He has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. And it's the radio show about video, video marketing madness with Ray the Video Guy. I'm Steve Sleeper, landing page, govmm.com. Govmm. I've got a, I came up with a new strategy uh, based on last week's show. Oh, really? on uh, to developing leads. And uh, hmm. first of all, what I did is I uh, bought expose videos, not expensive, really. Nice. Um, and uh, we talked about expose videos, but it's basically, uh, it has a professional spokesperson, professional sets, very professional. And then what you do is you go out and interview uh, dentists, lawyers, doctors, whatever, and you slot them in there. And you can either shoot a video of them, or you can just do audio and put slides in it. So, nice. bought that. Yep, it's a very then, good program. In fact, what I do with it, by the way, Steve, is I I'm actually... I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. Well, fine, go for it. Well, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, what I like to do yet. is I like to take the, the expert and edit the whole thing beforehand in Final Cut Pro, and then I just stick that whole thing in there. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, that is kind of cool. So uh, then what I did, thanks for interrupting, I appreciate it. Then what I, uh, <laughs> Ray's thinking, it's my show. Um, th th then what I uh, th So then another thing I that I do with it is. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So um, I got uh, fired up Lee Kahuna, looked for all the dentists in Omaha. And uh, I found all the dentists in Omaha. And, you know, I kind of clean wow. up. All seven. There's like 95 of them or something. There's quite a few. And uh, uh, and then what I do is I, uh, I've, I've kind of tested this and stuff, and um, I PM them on Facebook. Yep. And uh, and just say, hey, you know, 
I've stood, I, I, I stood up the new Omaha Business Channel. I'd like to interview Dr. So-and-so. Uh, you know, if that sounds good, just get back to me with the time to do it. You know, I keep it real simple. And I've got a, an interview Tuesday, and what I'm going to do is take this and put it on a boom arm, you know, a, you a, a mic stand that has a boom arm on it, and and record the audio and then get the pictures of the guys and slot them in, which which the software allows for. And yes, then wh- while I'm there, while I'm there, I'm going to give them a product sheet that says, hey, if you like the video, here's what else I do. And then I'm going to resurrect, remember my dessert recipe cards? I sure do. There's little postcards that have dessert recipes on it or, you know, vegetarian recipes, any kind of recipe you want. And uh, I'm going to resurrect that. And then everybody that I go out to interview is going to get a card and just, you know, a list of what I do. Steve Sleeper, here's what he does. Nice. And uh, we'll see how that goes. But I have to be a little more aggressive on letting him know that I have a purpose for doing this than I did with the podcast. So, you know, I got to let yes. him know that, uh, you know, if you, if you like the video, here's the other things I do. Yeah. Well, you so know, the, the funny thing is, and, and I started to do the exact same thing with the Facebook messenger, mess, messages. I want to say messenger and messages at the same time there. Uh, my problem is uh, I end up, I got to be more organized with it because I'll contact oh. people and then forget who I contacted. Mm-hmm. And even somebody will be like, yeah, I'd be interested in doing that. And I'll be like, okay, great. And then, you know, neither of us talk to each other again. So they probably think I'm crazy. Well, you need, but... you need contact management software and even... Oh, I the, have it. <laughs> the, yeah, okay. Yeah, because I just, I mean, for years and years and years and years and years, I used ACT. I mean, probably for 25 years, I used ACT. Yeah. And I used ACT because in the late 80s, early, well, it was probably 94, that was the most developed software. There was no... Um, there was what's the, what's the uh, Salesforce? There was no Salesforce, and it was Act and Goldmine, and uh, there was somebody here locally that knew Act really well. So I got it and used that up until a few years ago when my license ran out, and I, I didn't want to buy another license. It's it's kind of expensive, so uh, I just moved everything over to uh, uh, Google uh, Calendar, Google Contacts, right. and it does essentially the same thing. It's very simple, but if you send somebody an email, it keeps history of it on on the record. You know, so you create a record for Ray Lane at Ray the Video Guy with his address and everything. Then it'll automatically uh, tag the emails to uh, that record, and then you uh, you know just put on a calendar when you need to follow up with them. So that's free. That works pretty well for me. Oh, that's great. And, uh, and I know you've got a bunch of different kinds of softwares. but uh, I have what I think is probably one of the greatest uh, client management tools in the world. I just have to, you know, actually use it um, mm-hmm. effectively, and then mm-hmm. yeah, it would well. be an issue. But, you know, I reach out to people, and then I just kind of move on to other things, and then go, oh, crap, who did I talk to? Well, um, you, you, so, you, you've you got like 10 things going on at one doesn't time. Matter. I, doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It needs yeah. to be better. I, I know, better. I know. I know, I know. Well, and and I just back in the days when all I did was sell, I uh, I disciplined myself really well because typically what I was doing is I was calling a CFO at a bank. Hey, can we mm-hmm. run some numbers for you? See if we can do anything for you, and uh, building relationships and stuff like that. And so I had to do that; otherwise, I'd have been sure. dead in the water. So, 
Yeah. No, that's great. Mm-hmm. And, and it's good to see action being taken. Um, you know, I uh, we're constantly reaching out to people and, and we um, actually used a, a new product that uh, came out today called Lead Factory, which yeah. is, is not a lot different than what I'm already doing. It's just um, how do I how do I explain it? It, it? People keep saying, well, what exactly is it? Well, really, what it is, is is a set of emails that you use uh, is uh-huh. really what it is. It's a, it's a set of ready-to-go emails that they've used that have worked for them that they're giving to you to put out to people. Because uh, one of the biggest problems that, that I know that we have that we have to work on is, you know, I'll, I'll use Lead Kahuna. I'll get a great list of plumbers and whatever thing. I'll send them out an email, and then I'm on to the plumbers in the next town or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we're not following back up. And so this gives you – message one, two, three, four. So you can keep following up with these same people and send it over and over again. So you could plug this into something like Lead Kahuna or whatever tool that you use. You could also um, use some of the tools that they talk about. They talk about some free tools that you can use as plugins inside of Google Chrome that will help mm-hmm. you to get the emails. Because mm-hmm. you know the biggest problem we have is we might find 100 dentists in some town, but maybe only 50 of them have emails. Right. Well, this will actually help you to find the missing emails. That's that's good. Yeah, I so, um, I I've got two Chrome plugins. I forget the names of them, but uh, uh, that, I'm sure that uh, is it. Lead Factory is that the name of yep, it? Yep, Lead Factory. I'm sure they they have that in there. But I've got two uh, two plugins. One scours all the directories, their website, Yelp, you you name it, and uh, the other one. Uh, scours LinkedIn. So if you go to their homepage nice. on LinkedIn, it says get email and it'll go through. And so th- that's good. And so w- what I'm trying to do is on the people that don't get back to me, I'm trying to build up a really good email list um, and uh, and just keep emailing them over and over. Now, I haven't sent any emails yet. I'm going to go through and do the Facebook thing and try to develop some relationships. But then you know, I, I still want to main, maintain contact with people that didn't get back to me. Now, the people that did get back to me, then they're going to get the recipe cards and stuff, you know. Nice. So that's cool. Oh, it's good stuff. And, and you know, that's the big thing is you got to get out there. You got to get those leads. You got to contact those leads. But you got to contact them more than once, which is probably mm-hmm. our weakest point is, is not following up with them because it takes, you know, four to seven emails before they're even going to uh, respond and you never know if they got the first one so it, it, mm-hmm. it's a good thing to do to really just reach back out to these guys and you know we used it and we got a, a new customer already so it, it, it's yeah, cool. pretty, impressive. pretty impressive well and stuff. and that's the thing following up with with folks following up with customers or prospects they don't want you calling them and saying hey what's up just staying in touch they 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 don't want you doing that. They're they're right. they're busy. So if you've got something like a, 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 an email chain, a series of emails, what was the funny look there? He had a funny look. A, a dog barking out in, oh, oh, inside my weird. window, but I'm in a two-story office building on two-story office, so and a weird. dog was barking. Yeah, and people that are listening on the audio podcast mm. uh, have no idea how I see you, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, anyhow, yeah, you got to have some way of following up with them. Now, with uh, uh, with the uh, folks that I've had contact with, recipe cards are wonderful. You know, I uh, I remember one time. This is when I was calling on banks. I uh, called the bank, talked to the CEO. I was friends with the CEO and uh, had something I needed to talk to him about. 
and uh, his his secretary, who was the or admin, who was admin for all the the C's, CEO, CFO, whatever, COO. I told her, I said, oh, Steve Sleepy. She goes, the recipe card guy. She <laughs> says, whenever, whenever um, we have a board meeting, I take one of your cards and make a dessert that's on the, on, on the card, you know, and it's, it's the Steve Sleeper dessert when I serve it in the board meeting nice. for the bank. How cool is that? That's pretty cool. And, you know, it just goes to show you never know what it is that you do that can really have a a mark on somebody, you know, whether it's recipe cards or, uh, you know, some little gift that you give out or or advice. I mean, you know, we Uh we get people all the time like, oh, yeah, I watched that video that you did on XYZ. You know, any of these things can really make a difference for people and they can really... You know, you you just never know. You got to get out there and you got to do stuff. You got to work. You got to work what you do, and you know you're gonna get results. It's just a matter of how much results and when, and and you know it's all gonna be uh, based upon the efforts that you put in there. So you gotta you gotta get well, out there and do it. You know, my dad uh, was in the pipe insulation, the industrial pipe insulation business. He had a company called Mechanical Insulation, and basically what you did is you insulated pipes and boilers, yep. you know, over a large industrial area to keep the cold water cold and the hot water hot and, you know, keep the boiler from losing a lot of energy and all that kind of stuff. He subcontracted through the plumbers, so he had relationships with all the plumbers in Illinois and Iowa, and it was important to go see him every now and then so that he was top of mind with them because that they would tell him about jobs that maybe weren't in the Dodge reports or something like that. And he always took like a pen, a calendar, whatever, and the advertising specialty company would always give him, give him the latest, greatest thing. Like he had a pen that it had a ball like this, and it stuck to the wall, and then you put the ball in the in the middle of it. Well, this is like 50 years ago. Nobody has seen such a thing, you know, and it was for taking phone messages back when the, nice. there were rotary dials. He had these big old calendars that were, you know, like 25 by 38, you know, something like that, uh, that, that he'd take. So uh, if, if, if you, you, you got to have an excuse for following up. You, you, just, you just can't walk up and say, hey, how you doing? You know, because they're busy, you know. But if oh. you give them something, if you, if you send them an email, so I got to stop doing that. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> well, and and if they said, "Hey, follow up with me in 2 weeks." Uh, I mean, that's that's another thing altogether, but uh, you know. Nice. So there. So, but well, that's good. not what we're here to talk about today. <laughs> no, but you know what? That's it, it's it's always a part of it is we want to help people to get more leads, and there's lots of ways to do that, including what we're going to talk about, which is setting up your YouTube channel. Now, many people uh, might sit there and go, wait, how hard is it to set up a YouTube channel? I've done it a hundred times. Well, as somebody who works with a lot of businesses that need help with their YouTube channel, uh, the biggest problem that I see is people don't realize all the things that are there and all the things they can do to really make their YouTube channel stand out and uh, perform as best it can. And there are some things that YouTube pretty much requires that a lot of places still don't do. Um, not seeing it as much. I'm, I'm seeing a lot more people that are getting some of this stuff done, but we still run into a lot of things that you know just aren't set up properly. The biggest one right off the bat is when you set up a YouTube channel, you got to put in that YouTube background, that, that channel art background, and you've got to put in your icon. Now, the reason we say that is because 
YouTube literally will not even give you some of the tools that are available if you do not have a background channel art and you, or if you don't have the little icon with your image on it. Now, that being said, I'm trying to figure out right now why a whole bunch of my channels suddenly lost their icon and I can't seem to load a new one in there. But point being is, um, you know, you need to do it. You need to get those things on there. And it's not hard to do. You need one graphic for the background. You need one graphic for the icon. The icon can just be, you know, a square image of yourself. Um, a face, a logo, whatever it happens to be. We use logos a lot of times, but we also use people's faces depending on what it is. Uh, if you look at mine uh, that still have the icon where it didn't vanish overnight for some reason, uh, you'll see my nice big, you know, rectangle uh, orange picture that I use for pretty much everything. And that's going to go inside of the little circle there. So you've got to put that icon in there. And the icon, by the way, is set up inside of Google Plus or what used to be Google Plus. So you got to. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say with Google Plus going away. Now you're setting it up in your Google account. You know, Correct. The, yeah, it's the same. You know, and the icon, the icon over here on the uh, right side of the screen, uh, the, the, you know, you have that little icon thing when you're on Google. Uh, the first thing you're going to see is account, and that's where, where you set it up. They send you back there to do it. Now, they used to send you to Google Plus to, to set it up. And I'm wondering that's, I'm, I'm wondering if maybe that's why thing. you're yeah, – Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm wondering if – but Google – you know, they merged that with the account, I guess, and Google Plus doesn't exist. Sure. I'm just wondering if that's what happened to you or – I don't know. I you don't know, with know. Google Plus going away, I don't know. Could well be, could well be, but uh, you know mm -hmm. that's that's what happens. We'll figure it out somehow. It's been a while, and it was like a whole bunch of them all at once did it, like a bunch of in you know just all show that little blue logo, which we got to figure out, um, and we will we'll figure it out at some point. But the yeah. other thing yeah. is your background for your YouTube channel. Now this is where people get confused because you look at a YouTube channel, and what do you see? You see, you know, you see your icon on the screen, and above that you see this rectangular box with an image in there. But the reality is that box is actually, or that graphic is actually a huge graphic. We're talking about 2560 by 1440, mm -hmm. which is, uh, you know, a very, very large image. That's more than, you know, than HD television. HD television is 1920 by 1080. So you're creating a graphic mm -hmm. that's literally, you know, four times the size of 720p uh, HD. And you need to create that in a way where the important stuff is in a strip in the middle because that's what's going to show up on your mobile phones, on your desktop, and on your um, your uh, uh, tablets and things like that. They're just going to show that middle section. And the reason they have the full one is theoretically that's what people are going to see on their TV um, if they look at your channel graphic on TV, which, by the way, Never once have I ever seen that on a TV. So how that works, I, I don't know. I've it's, seen it. Uh, you know. I, I've seen it on uh, my wife's iPhone, but that's uh, been about it. But yeah, but, but you gotta have you, you gotta have it. Strip. Well, you gotta have it right for for the i the iPhone, and you gotta have it right for mobile and desktop. And sure. and that that's really important. The TV thing, you know, I've got a YouTube enabled TV, but I I never use the YouTube. I've never seen than... I've never seen a full screen channel graphic yet when I've yeah, used YouTube yeah. on there. So, yeah. um, why they make you do that? Who knows? But they do. So you got to make a twenty five sixty by fourteen forty. You got to put your actual important information in that strip in the middle, and make sure that it doesn't go too far, so that it works on phones, tablets, and desktop. So, well, there's different kinds of software too that will will do it for sure. you. I've I've got one called Banner Snap. That's oh, pretty nice. inexpensive. Yeah. Um, yeah Uzine does plug, it. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, 
uh, gosh, what's the other one that uh, that's free that's out there? And I did a video on it not that long ago. Oh, uh, uh, oh boy. Well, anyway, there's a lot of them out there that do it. There's mm-hmm. a nice little one that has all these templates in it, and, and it's free. And somebody's going to go, "Hey, dummy!" and they're going to put it, post it in Facebook any moment yeah. now. But yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, Canva, Canva is the one I was thinking of. So Canva, and, and how do you spell that? C A N V A. And, uh, so you can build it in there. But I honestly, I build it in Photoshop most of the time. Yeah. So yeah. I've well, just got yeah. guides inside of Photoshop that show me right. where the, the limits right. are and just build it from mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So, But you got to build that. you got to put it on there because you're not going to get some of – you're not going to be able to, to um, verify and get some of the tools if you don't have those things in there first. So you got to have those in there because YouTube basically wants to make sure that any channel that they're going to give – you know, uh, a custom URL to or some of these other things, they want to make sure that it's a serious channel that actually people are using it and putting things together. Because the worst thing that could happen would be, you know, somebody uh, creates a YouTube channel called youtube.com slash Walmart and then just sits on it and Walmart can't use it. Nobody else can use it. And they've never done anything with it. So they're going to make you put some work in in order to get those things. And then once you have it, you know, then you can use it. Uh, right. In whatever way possible, so uh, very cool that you can you can do that once you have that set up. But you got to get those graphics in there. It's a very important part of that. Now the next thing you have to do, by the way, is you have to make sure that your channel is actually enabled by default. When you go in and you create a Gmail account and you go into the YouTube area, you don't necessarily have a channel set up. You may have an account. You have a YouTube account, but you don't necessarily have a channel. So you need to go in and you need to make sure that the channel is actually created so that it allows you to put all of your videos in there. Otherwise, what you're going to get is you're just going to get that strip of, you know, uploaded videos on your on your quote unquote channel. So you need to go in, you need to enable the channel. Then once you do, you can do all sorts of really cool things that can help your business. That would include adding sections. Now, if you don't know what sections are, imagine that... Uh, you know, let's say you're working with a, a bankruptcy lawyer and you've got a, a YouTube channel for them. You would want to break up their content into sections inside their channel. So a section might be uh, all the videos related to a Chapter 13 bankruptcy, all the videos related to a Chapter 7 bankruptcy, all the videos related to a Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Maybe it's, and maybe it's a section on frequently asked questions. Um, all of those will organize your content and each one of those sections allows you to um, do more SEO for that channel. Because, for instance, what we like to do is, in the case of that bankruptcy lawyer, we would make uh, playlists. So we would make a playlist of Chapter 13 videos, a playlist of Chapter 11 videos, a playlist of Chapter 7 videos, a playlist of frequently asked questions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then we would turn the playlists into sections. But on the playlist itself... You can fill in all your information just like you would on any video. So now not only do you have a playlist with all of this SEO'd information, but you put this on your channel and your channel has you know five, six, eight sections and each one of those sections has all that SEO information. How powerful does that channel become at this point? You've got, your, you've got your information about the business in there. You've got your link in there. You've got your name, address, and phone number in there all multiple, multiple, multiple times to really help build out that channel. So it's going to organize your videos, it's going to give you extra SEO, and it's going to make you look good. Okay, It's just going to make it look like a more professional channel. Now the next thing you got to talk about is the about section of your channel. 
Now, if you look at any YouTube channel, you're going to see it's going to start off with video, with uh, the home, and then the videos, and and then comments and things, and then it's going to get down to that area that says about. This is a very powerful section of your channel, even though a lot of people probably aren't going to go to it when they're on your channel. For you to set it up, it's a very important part because you can go in there and you can put a nice SEO'd paragraph about your business inside of there that's going to help people to find that channel. On top of that, it's an opportunity to put in your name, address, and phone number. So if you're a local business, and this may not you know, nearly be as important if you're just a, a channel for fun or a channel promoting a product or something like that. But if you're a, a plumber, a lawyer, a doctor, a flower shop, or whatever, a local business, you get that name, address, and phone number in there, that's going to help you with your Google My Business. It's called a citation. And every time you have a citation, it can help raise that Google My Business. So this is a powerful page to do that in. You put that in there, and it's going to help you out with that. So you want to fill that out. There's also a section to put in an email. So if you've got an email that you want people to contact you on, you can put that in there as well. And then below that, you have an area to put links. Now you can put, I believe it's up to six links. Uh, only Five. four of them, or only four of them, are going to show up. Okay. And what no, I mean by six. show up it's is six. It's six. Right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. You, you can put in six, but only four of them are going to show up on yeah. your actual channel page. So this is where you would put your link back to your website. Maybe a link to Facebook. Maybe a link to Twitter. I like to put a link to the Google My Business. Because that's just a powerful link that goes back to that to, again, try to raise that up. So whatever six are most important to you. Like I did one for a client yesterday. Um, his had clout. And I don't even know if anybody remembers clout. K-L-O-U-T. Boy, that's still out there, huh? No, it's not. It's gone. Oh, uh, so okay. it literally went to a, a page that said clout doesn't exist anymore. Oh, but that okay. was an important thing at one point in time, especially for yeah. somebody trying to be a, uh, an influencer. You know, that was very important. Mm -hmm. You can put your LinkedIn account, whatever it is that you want to drive people to, put that in there because it's going to give a link back to your page. So you want to definitely uh, do that. So fill in those six slots. Even if you're only going to see four, fill in six of them just because why not? Use it. Get it in there. Uh, one thing you could do in there as well is if you're somebody who takes appointments, you could put your appointment link in there. And people can literally click and make an appointment with you right from your front page. So that's something else that you can do in there. Make sure you fill all of that out because that's going to be a big help. Now, going back to your channel, you're going to want to go in. You want to name your channel with something good, okay? So, for instance, um, you don't necessarily want to put, you know, uh, Johnny's because nobody knows what that is. Maybe you're a skate shop. Maybe you're a pizza place. Maybe you're a chicken restaurant. Who knows? You want to get in there and you want to put something that's going to be descriptive, and still brand you. So, for instance, in mine right now, uh, I actually changed mine. So mine says, uh, Ray the Video Guy, Video Marketing for All. Because that was my, my slogan yeah. for last year, mm -hmm. was Video mm -hmm. Marketing for All. And so uh, we put that in there. And so that's what it says right now. It's a nice long one. So if you were, let's say, um, oh, I don't know, a, a dentist in Snellville, you might put, uh, you know, Snellville Smiles Dentistry. Okay, so Snellville Smiles might be the name of the company when you put dentistry to make sure people know that it's a dental company. Mm -hmm. um, and then you could even put something else, you know, um, changing smiles for all of Snellville or whatever. You know, put something yeah. in there that's good. You want to mm -hmm. make sure that it's got a good title that people can read and it's going to give them some information. Now, the next thing you want to do is you want to go into the back end of your YouTube channel because there's a lot of things you want to set up in there. Now, this is where it's going to get confusing because... Uh, we're all used to the classic creator studio. Now they're doing YouTube studio. So it's going to be f 
a little more difficult to find the things that you want to find inside of there. But the first place you want to probably go is down to the settings. Now, in the old YouTube, uh, in the old Creator Studio, settings was like the advanced settings, and now settings kind of covers everything. So you go to settings, and inside of the settings area, this is where you want to make sure that you've got everything enabled that you can have enabled. So you want to make sure that your custom thumbnails are enabled, that your live features are enabled, that your monetization is enabled if that's important to you. And you, you'll need to verify your account for this. So to verify your account, you need a phone number and you probably need an email. And it's already going to have an email attached there, but you may, they may ask for a recovery email. But you want to get, make sure you've got a phone number that you can use and they will either text or they'll call you with a code that you then put into the back end there, and that's going to verify your account. When you verify your account, you're going to be able to do longer videos. You're going to be able to use custom thumbnails, um, and, you know, all of those tools that, that are really going to make a difference in your actual channel. So you want to make sure that you definitely verify that. If you're going to monetize anything, make sure you turn on monetization. It's going to probably not let you do that right away unless you, you know, unless your channel has lots and lots of views and 10, lots of subscribers thousand. you need to have well no you need more than that you need uh, 40,000 oh. hours oh. of video being watched mm. and you need to have uh, over a thousand subscribers but the, that's where you would go to monetize that there um, we don't I don't do a lot with monetizing because I, I'm, I'm doing other things with YouTube but um, that's what you'd be able to do there now why they do that I don't know I think that's crazy why they they make it so crazy to uh, to have you know, monetization turned on. And I'm sure they have plenty of reasons as to why, but uh, to me, I don't get it. I would want to have more people doing it than less, but uh, you know, that's just mm -hmm. me. Yeah. But uh, also inside of there, you want to make sure that you enable your live account in case you ever want to do anything using YouTube live. That's another tool that you want to do. You'll, you'll set that, you'll go and hit the live, you'll set it up and it'll say it'll be ready in 24 hours. And that way, if you use like third party tools that post things live, that'll help out with that. So you'll be able to use those. So just a lot of cool things in there. Uh, the next thing you want to do is you want to make sure that you set up your branding inside of there as well. So there's a section on branding for your channel. Now, um, branding is not... I don't even know why they call it that, to be honest with you. They used to have a couple of things in there. They don't have them anymore. The only thing they have in there now is the little watermark that you can put on your channel. Now, most of the time, what I put onto the channel for people is a button that says subscribe. Because that's really what it is. They hover over that and it says subscribe. They can click on it. Um, some people like to put their logo there. You can do either one, but put something in there because it's going to help to get more subscribers. It's going to help to brand the channel a little bit. So it's definitely something you, that you want to set up. Now, in also in the settings area, you want to make sure that you go in to put in all of your uh, keywords for the channel as well, as well as choose the location. And by the way, the location can also be chosen on the About Us section. So you want to choose your country. It's not going to be a state or a city. It's going to be country. So you choose Canada, you know, United States, UK, whatever. You're going to go in there. You're going to set the channel country so that that's set up in there. And you're going to put in all of your keywords inside the keywords area there uh, or tags area. And you want to put everything that you can. If you're a dentist, put everything that you possibly can about the dental field in there as well as everything about the location. So Snellville Dentist, Dentist Snellville, Dentistry in Snellville, Snellville Dentistry, Best Dentist in Snellville, Tooth Whitening Snellville, you know, whatever it is, you got to get all those things in there so that it really fills this out and uh, helps people to find your channel when they're out searching. It's a very powerful tool uh, that a lot of people overlook. Now, the other thing that you're going to want to do is you're going to want to connect your YouTube channel uh, 
to your website. Now, this is done by, there's a section in there that allows you to put in your website, and then it's going to have to verify that you own it. And the way that you verify that is, there's actually a few ways. For me, the best way is you download a little HTML file directly from Google. It's very much like the YouTube or the uh, uh, Google um, ad code and, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Steve? The analytic code. The- Very similar to the analytic code. So you're going to download a little file. You're going to upload that to your server. And then YouTube's going to go, okay, we see it. Therefore, you must own that channel. They're going to connect that channel. And now when you do things like cards or end screens, you can link back to your page. And that can help you to get more clicks and more sales. So that's a very powerful tool as well. So you definitely want to set that up. Uh, It can be a little finicky. You know, there are times when, you know, you do it properly and it just doesn't seem to want to connect. Or do they you, uh, they used to have a thing w- with certain providers like GoDaddy. If, if yeah, they still got have GoDaddy. That. Click here. Okay. All yeah, right. yeah. Right. But Can't honestly, I, I find that to be you know just as annoying as the other anyway. So, um, <laughs> and and there's a few different ways. The the file is a good one. But if you're using something like ClickFunnels or you're using ConvertTree, you can use uh, I believe I believe they give you an A record to use instead or something like that. Okay. Uh, and they okay. show you how to do it so you can set that up as well. It's, so it, it's pretty those, easy. It's, it's yeah, pretty it's a easy. lot of steps, but none of them are that hard. It's, it's just, but the, the, yeah, I say it's easy, but it's just like plugging a USB in. You know, you plug it in one way, it doesn't work. You, you turn it upside down, it doesn't work. You turn it back and it works. You know, you just, yeah. you have there, to try two or three different things. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've had ones where um, we've connected the channel to, to a page and it all seems to work. And then we go to the cards and it still won't let us connect to it. And I'm like, yeah. No. You know, and then two days later, suddenly it works. And, you know, yeah. so you just, you never know. So it can be a little bit finicky. It's a lot of steps, but they're not, there's nothing super hard about it. There's just a lot you have to do. So you have to jump through a lot of hoops, which I think they do on purpose. I think they make it um, uh, multi-step and kind of annoying because they want to see who's willing to, you know, who's who's really going the extra mile to do that. So I, I honestly believe that they make it multi-step like that on purpose just to, uh to discourage, you know, the the people that are playing around from the people that are actually serious. But that's just my opinion on that. But, yeah, you want to definitely set that up. And the reason for that is because you can then link inside of your end screens. You can link from your cards back to your website. In the old days, you could link from the annotations that they no longer have, which makes me sad. But Okay, we got some questions. Oh, my Um, goodness. Jane Jane asks, Canva, C-A-N-V-A, that's correct. Yep. That's the free... That is the the free uh, channel art builder, and then yep. Jane asks another question. I'd like to ask a question if I may. The new tool training you're talking about is designed only for business in your local area, or can it work from any location? Oh yeah, no, any any location. Yeah. She she's in Europe. That's what she's. Yeah, saying. no. So, as long hey, if they if they have uh, addresses and emails and they want business, then yep, it'll work. Doesn't matter where. And then. John Curry's watching us. He says, "Yes, he is. Late I, he's than late. Now. He's late. But, he's late. Uh, he's late. It's better than better late than never." I say for a very that's important date. Too, so yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. So that's what you want to do. You want to make sure that those things are all set up in that manner. Um, and and then on top of that, if you've got AdWords, you want to put your AdWords account in there because that's going to mm-hmm. help if you're going to be doing things like running ads with your. Um, your videos later. That's just going to help you to be able to connect those two. Um, so just a lot of different things you can do behind the scenes to really make your channel stand out. 
Now, the next thing that, that you're going to want to do, of course, is you're going to want to do what we talked about is, is create those playlists. Now, that's not part of creating a channel, obviously. You know, you have to have videos and you want to have playlists, but you've got to fill all of these things out because the main goal for us with local businesses is exactly what I said earlier. We want to help rank the Google My Business listing higher. And so doing all of these things, getting that name, address, and phone number in there whenever possible is going to help do that. Once you have your videos up there, you're going to want to do the same thing there. You're going to get into those videos, give it a nice description, you know, put the name, address, and phone number in there. Use your hashtags. Uh, so, for instance, if we're doing a, a dentist in Snellville, I would do hashtag Snellville so that our, our dental videos get mixed in with any other Snellville stuff in general so people can stumble on onto uh, our videos by accident even. Um, you know, hashtag dentist, hashtag Snellville dentist, all of those things are going to help to bring all your stuff together. Um, mm -hmm. Inside your videos, one thing that you can do, and again, this is more about videos than, than the, the channel itself, but make sure you put unique things into your actual videos. And the way, the, what I mean by that is I like to put a unique tag on all of my videos and even sometimes include it in the description. And the reason for that is we, what we want to do is we want to connect our videos. So if I've got 10 videos for a dentist, I want each of those videos to have a relationship to the other one so that when you're watching one video, that sidebar is, or I guess on this side, for we're doing it mirrored here, uh, the sidebar is going to have their, your other videos and not somebody else's videos in there. You want to get as many of your videos into that sidebar, so you want to make sure that you take all of your videos, string them together in that way by adding a, you know, a unique tag or a unique um, uh, word that's inside of the, the video itself, and that's going to help you to do that. Um, and you can have a lot of fun doing that. You know, really start to draw those videos together, link them together. Speaking of John Curry, here's uh, here's a little trick that he taught me where you can silo your videos. And, oh, yes. Uh, not uh, if you've got any questions about YouTube having an issue with it, you can do that within a Google Doc. Oh, um, no. Google so it's a YouTube buffer has document. no issue with that whatsoever. It's, yeah, it's what it depends on what depends on what you're doing. You know, so yeah, no. if, I mean, YouTube if it wants if, you to do that, so well, yeah, yeah. But if, if you're you're doing it across multiple channels and uh, you're doing some stuff that's going to get you some some citation juice and things like that, it could be an issue. I because I, I had some videos brought down because of it. Uh, if 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 you're if you've got a YouTube channel about uh, how to build a barbecue and you've got all barbecue videos, but you've got one on uh, barbecuing chicken and another one on utensils and stuff like that, they're going to love the fact that you silo. But uh, if, if, if you're doing it to rank and you're spreading them out and you're using different channels, you're still giving me that look like, what the heck? Uh, then you could use a buffer doc. Yes, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah, siloing videos essentially is linking one video to the next video, to the next video, to the next video. So if you've got, if we go back to our uh, our chapter thirteen bankruptcy lawyer, if he's got ten chapter thirteen videos, he would have video number one that talks about some aspect of chapter thirteen, linking to the next video, and that one links to the next one, and that one links to the next one, and that just keeps. Psh, 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 keeps that juice flowing and, and can really make a, a big difference. Um, siloing's done, you know, in, in all of SEO. It's not just with videos, but uh, it does work pretty well with videos if you do that. Because you really want to, you know, you want to do everything that you can to keep everything flowing, to keep people on your videos, to keep people watching more videos. Um, 
yes, we want to eventually drive people off YouTube to our site to buy things, but uh, we also want to try and keep people on YouTube as well because it, it can be a big help there. Because one of the biggest things that you know that helps you with YouTube videos is is session time, which is you bring somebody to YouTube to watch your video, and if they stay on YouTube for the next two hours watching bunch of videos, you get credit for that because you're the one who brought them there. So you, you want to try and keep people on there when you can, um, you know, until it's time to bring them off. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the thing I was describing before is a situation where you're trying to rank things in Google and build backlinks and stuff like that, which I'm doing less of now because it's just, it's, it's very difficult to rank YouTube videos in, in, in Google. You can rank them in YouTube, but, uh, we, you I know, don't know about that. Go search up uh, Lead Factory Bonus, and you'll see my pretty face right there on the top of Google. Well, okay, but, you know, uh, but I'm talking <laughs> Very about... Very easy keyword to do it for. Per, 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 yeah, if it's a non-competitive keyword, <laughs> Try, to, try okay. to do that with uh, you know, I, I, I acquiesce on that. You know. Well, which is great for something <laughs> like that. What do they call that? Jacking or something like that? Yeah, they uh, call it, yeah, yeah, launch jacking yeah. And, and whatnot. yeah. Uh, but what 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 you're talking about is uh, the kind of stuff that uh, you're going to get traffic from your affiliate marketing stuff, and that's a whole different. Yeah, yeah with local stuff, it's and, difficult, you know. And and let's talk about that because obviously, if we're going to go through all this trouble of setting up our YouTube channel properly for this kind of thing, we're going to set up our videos properly for this. You know, one of the things we would love to have is our videos to show up on page one of Google, but. Mm -hmm. The problem is Google has gotten a lot smarter with the way that they put out results. And if you think about what, what it is that Google's trying to do at all times is they're trying to provide the best answer to a question. Okay, so when somebody says when somebody searches um, you know, Snellville dentist, what are they really doing? They're they're saying, Hey Google, could you tell could you help me find the right dentist for me? Is what they're really saying, right? And so what is the best answer for find me the best dentist? Is it a video? Probably not. Is it a map? Aha, it's a map. Uh, is, is it a website? Yes, it's probably a website. Is it a podcast? No, probably not a podcast. Is it GMB? Right. GMB. It, it's going to be it, the answer is going to be based off of what people are asking, what they think is the best type of answer. And a video may not be the best type of answer for what they're asking. Now, can you you know, really push those videos and, and backlink those videos and, you know, do all different things and eventually get it onto page one? Maybe. But mm. are you going to stay there? Maybe. The point is they, they don't, if they don't think video is the right answer, it's going to be very, very difficult. So for yeah. instance, uh, if you said, um, you know, how do I tie a tie? Well, video is clearly the best answer for that. And I can almost you know, I'll make a fool of myself if it, if it doesn't have a video there. But I'm sure that if you searched how to tie a tie on Google, it's probably going to show you a couple of videos because that's the answer for that. A map is not going to answer that question. You know, yeah. a website, yeah. maybe uh, an article, probably more likely and a video, probably the most likely. So it, you got to think of what you're trying to rank for. Now, if you're a local dentist... Um, you may want to try to rank for things like, uh, you know, how do I find the right dentist? You know, maybe that'll how to brush your teeth. How to, how to brush, brush your, your teeth. teeth in Snellville. You know, in whatever. Snellville. You know, how to how to brush your teeth in Snellville. Whatever. But the point being is, there are certain things that say, hey, a video is the best answer, and most of the time, saying dentist town, probably not. If it's a very small town, 
you may still get it there because they want it, they're going to fill it with something. And if there's not a lot of answers for that, then that's what's going to show up there anyway. But one little secret to this that I've discovered, and um, I discovered this quite a while ago, and I've always followed this, is if you do a search on Google, look at the very top. And at the very top of the page, it's going to say all, and then it's going to say a bunch of different things. And it could say, uh, you know, it could say videos, it could say uh, images, it could say maps or, or whatever it says there. They're going to show you what they think are the best types of answers to that query right at the top because that's going to change. Yeah, you you yeah. look up uh, Dentist Snellville, it's going to say all, and it's probably going to say maps or whatever it says there. And then it's probably going to say art, uh, you know, images, and, and maybe video doesn't even show up there, and it's in the dropdown. But then you right. do how to brush right. your teeth, and it's going to say all, followed by video because video is more important. So right. you have to look at those things and, and really decide – um, what you're trying to go for and tailor your content around that, you know, name well, your content to, around that. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, it used to be that you could get a video ranked, uh, on views, the number of views, the number of real views, not things right. you buy on Fiverr. And you just had a, a, a few backlinks behind it. You yeah, know, Google, just Google does not care about the views to your video. Not anymore. YouTube because does. Well, uh, yeah, YouTube does, but Google, it, well, it used to be it was about views. Now it's about does it answer the question. So how to tie a tie? Yes. Dennis Snellville? Per, no. You know, <laughs> so uh, th- those are things to keep in mind. Yeah, and, and you know, you just have to be logical with it all because it's it's going to make sense. Um, and, and you want to set up your channel based off of that, you know. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to test my theory here, how to... I know nobody watching this later can can uh, see what I'm doing, but I'm going to put t- how to tie a tie, and we'll see. Yeah, very first thing, a gigantic video, one of the big gigantic videos, followed by three other videos right below it. So there's literally four videos on that search result. And the first thing that they say, it says all, and then it says videos, images, news, shopping, more. So that's going to change. So look at that. They're telling you video mm-hmm. is what's most important for that particular thing. If anything mm-hmm. is a how-to, video is likely going to be um, included on that page. It, yeah. you know, so think about that when you're doing it. What can you do with a local business that would allow them to show up you know, on those different pages? So well, yeah, and, and the key is uh, uh, good uh, long-tail keywords that uh, are maybe – not as competitive as Dennis Snellville, uh, but uh, also relate to the way Google wants to rank things. And so, uh, you know, how, how to brush your teeth uh, is, and, and maybe what you do, you enti- and I, I just thought of this, but maybe what you title that video is how to brush your teeth, uh, Snellville dentist. Uh, yeah, something you, like you, that, that yeah. you know, and, and make sure that you localize your videos when you can too, because mm-hmm. that, that can mm-hmm. make a difference, which, um, YouTube tends to play hokey pokey with that. And, you know, one month you have the option to put your location, another month you don't, and then it's back again. And, you know, it seems to come and go whether you, whether they uh, have that as an option. But that can be a big help. Localize that video by putting in the location. But make sure that, you know, everywhere you can in that channel that you're putting your links back to your website, HTTP colon backslash backslash it's got to be in there make sure that you're putting your name address and phone number and you can really start to uh to help out with that so um 
In any case, I don't know if we missed anything with channels, Steve. I know we kind of got off on a tangent with videos and, and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. But, no, but uh, no. you know, that's the basics of getting your channel set up is making sure that you fill in all that information inside the About section. Make sure you go in the back end, turn on all the different tools, get your site, ver- your channel verified, connect it to your website, add in your location, put in your tags. Uh, oh, the one thing we didn't mention that's in there, too, is set up your defaults. That can be a big, yeah. big help mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, what I like to do immediately is if I've got a new client or if I'm doing a website, uh, a YouTube channel for me, is I know that I want to have that name, address, and phone number for that citation in every single video. I know that I want to have hashtags in that video. I know that I want to have a little bit of information about the company in that video. So I put that in the defaults. So my defaults for different people will start off with Information about that business, the name, address, and phone number, the website, uh, the link, a link to Google My Business, a link to other five-star reviews, hashtags, and then that way when we upload another video, all we have to do is fill in you know, a little bit about what that particular video is about at the top, and then all that other stuff will already be there. So make sure you do the defaults in there because that can be a big help as well. Um, just one of those other tools that are in that back end that can really make a a nice difference for you. People love that, by the way. So, and, and this this is uh, a, a, not only a good refresher because there was a couple things that you know it reminded me I got to be doing that, but with with the uh, Creator Studio Classic going away, it's good to know how to do this in the new Creator Studio. Yep. It is. And like I said, it's a little more hidden. You have to hit the settings button this time, which mm-hmm. in Creator in Creator Studio, you didn't hit settings. That was for something else. That was for like managing your actual channel and adding managers and things like that. And now the settings is where all that important stuff that used to be right on the front of the uh, the back end, it's all hidden inside there. So you have to kind of dig it a little bit there. But pain in the well, neck, and, but you'll get used to it. And, and if you're setting up a, a, a business account, uh, make sure, you know, uh, set it up for the uh, on the account that has the GMB um now do you are you able to um set up accounts i i've i've got one google account where i've got all my youtube channels for my customers so get lost mm-hmm. pest control uh, uh, frank's law firm things like that yeah. what i had them do was set up the youtube channel on uh, on the account that has their gmb yeah, and then that, make, that to me, I ideally, okay. that's what I would want them to do. And okay. the reason I say that is because then when they make me a manager, I usually yeah. get access to their GMB so I can go in and, you know, yeah. add videos to there and stuff as well. So yeah, and, and, now, and, some and, people and, would say, well, yeah, but what if, you know, what if uh, the channel gets suspended and the Gmail gets suspended and it's attached to the thing? You know, so there could be issues with that. There are people there, that there would could, say it either way. There but. could be issues. I mean, I, I could get run over by a bus tomorrow so as well, so I don't worry too much about those issues. The other thing that I find is that it, it becomes, you know, if you set it up correctly and you do it on the GMB, it in fact is a business account, and uh, then then you can make people managers and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. That's so. definitely what you want to be able to do is is make people managers. So, Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, there you go. That is YouTube channels for 2020, getting ready for that big change when YouTube goes from the Creator Studio to the new YouTube Studio, which, like I said, is prettier, um, but just a little tougher to get around. At least, you know, maybe it's just a matter of time. But, uh, you know, overall, it's pretty good. I'm not a fan of the new upload system because you can only upload one video at a time. So you have to sit there and do one, then do the next, then do the next, which is very, very annoying. Uh, Hopefully they change that. 
But, um, you know, it is a nice system for uploading. It takes you step by step through the process. You know, make sure that you got your uh, is or is not for kids set up right away. And mm-hmm. Yep. Which, by the way, YouTube is trying to fight that law right now again. So we'll see what happens there. But uh, I think we're kind of stuck with it at this point. Yeah, we are. I, I don't know that, you know, once the government implements something, they don't take it away. You know, that's been my experience. So. Yep. 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 Okay. All right. Well, with that, I think another week has been put in the books here, sending this on off to the the Podcasting Hall of Fame once we're done with this um, episode today. And uh, if you have any questions about any of the stuff we talked about, of course, you can always reach out to us on any of the many channels that we exist on, Facebook being a good one, YouTube being another one. Be sure to give us five-star reviews wherever you can because we deserve it. More Apple podcast subscribe Apple five podcast, stars subscribe indeed mm-hmm. so and of course today's episode made possible by our good friends at Lead Kahuna Lead I Kahuna mean. is the way to find the leads that you need so that you can start to sell your services if you've got a business to business type of business business to business type of business hmm, yeah, yeah. then that will uh, well, allow you to get the leads that you need in fact uh, we talked a little bit about Lead Factory. Lead Factory, the the stuff that they teach in there plugs right into something like Lead Kahuna, as well as to uh, some of the tools that they talk about that are free. But uh, Lead Kahuna gives you a whole lot more. It's like the granddaddy of getting leads because you're not going to just get a name, address, and phone number. Oh, no, Charlie, you're not. You're going to get emails. You're going to get information about how fast their website is, what their platform is. You're going to find out if they've got uh, – if they're secure site. If they're – you know, you're going to find out if they've got Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and YouTube. You're going to find out if they have graphics on any of those channels. You're going to find out how many – five-star reviews they got, how many one-star reviews they got. You're going to learn all that stuff. Do they have uh, Facebook pixel code or or uh, a Google ads code on there? You're going to know all of this stuff all in one place, and that is Lead Kahuna. You just plug in the location and the type of business, and boom, you're going to get all the leads that you need so you can start to contact them right away. So how do you check it out? Well, head on over to raythevideoguide.com slash leads. You'll be able to watch the webinar that we did and uh, pick it up because it's well, 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 well worth it. I use it every single day, even on weekends, usually. Good. Yeah, me too. Yep. I got a dog barking in the background. I can hear that. Well, let's yeah. uh, let's give him something to bark at with the Ray the Video Guy theme song. Are you ready for it one more time, Steve? As we get I, here I, I indeed am ready for it, Ray. All right, well, here it goes. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at, even if he's a little fat. He's filled with video expertise, has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. 